Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. everyone. Hello, friends of Barb Knows Best. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, everyone. It's so great to be with you all to chat about some of life's most important topics with me, myself, and I, Michelle, and of course, my mother, Barb. Welcome, everyone, and welcome, Barb. Hi, Michelle. (laughs) Hello, Mom. How are you, sweetie? I'm okay. How are you? I'm great. I'm feeling really great today. As always, I'm. this is my favorite time of the week. Is to it? To be with you, yes. I know we talk all the time, but this <laughs> is really special to be able to talk with you as we talk to the rest of the world and the rest of the, the millions of people that listen to our podcast and that love hearing from us. Millions? Maybe. Manifesting. Yeah. That'd be great. It's Spread just, the word. It's, it's very cool. It's very cool to have this this privilege, really, to be able to be on our own podcast and talk about all the things, as you said in the introduction, all of the important things that come up in our lives, our daily lives, and how to live our lives more peacefully and with ease, you know, with strength and and confidence. So I'm happy to be here. You know, I love that you said millions because you put that out into the universe and now maybe we can preemptively plan what we would do when we got like a million downloads on this podcast. Yeah, it would be fantastic. Well, you think about the work that we do on social media is in the millions. So it's really cool. And I just love the idea that we can actually sit down and have true, honest conversations about life and all of the things that we all struggle with or have wishes that things weren't quite so hard or that we could handle whatever life sends our way. So it's really cool. So I'm excited to be here with you, and I'm excited to be here with everyone. So good. I'm happy to get into it. I can't wait to hear. See, Michelle is the one, everyone, who every week Uh we talk. You know, we talk all the time, Michelle and I, but she's the one that she'll come up to me and she'll say, hey, Mom, I have this idea for the podcast. What do you think? And so then we, we talk about it, and usually it's something that has come up in our lives within the recent you know, a few weeks. We love to share the things that are happening with us in in almost real time. And so it's very cool that we are going to be talking today about something that that I actually think is up for a lot of people and that I had been struggling with again. So it's very interesting. So let's head into it. It's something that you've been trying. Well, I brought this topic up to you. I know you did. And I, when you brought it up to me, I thought, wow, oh, me okay. too. It's kind of like me too. That's okay. what is so. Got it. Got it. Got it. I do love whenever we post something on social media or even with the podcast and we get messages from you all that are like, how did you know mm-hmm. that this was going on for me too? Or this was the perfect timing for this or that or this conversation or this message. And it's like, we are all connected. I yeah. Think. And I think it, it's such a beautiful um, what do I say, reality, or it's such a beautiful 
there's a word I'm looking for. I'm trying to think of what it is. Like when, when you came up to me and, and talked about this topic, and I, I remember internally, everything inside me was saying, me too, me too, me too. So it's very cool that you, we are all connected. And when we deeply know that, when we get the affirmation and the confirmation, that's what I was trying to say. When we get the confirmation, like, wow, Michelle's come to me with this topic, and, it, and immediately it was like a me too. So <laughs> let's get into it. Love it. But in breaking news, we're not that far away from a million downloads. That oh. Heather just See, loved, showed me. So you weren't too far off. I already knew. I kind of <laughs> got, got the hit. I got She's the a feel. witch. I got the feel. So, so tell your friends and we'll get there sooner and we can celebrate in fantastic. some sort of way. Yeah, we'll do something really cool. So I'm so pumped for this episode. Pumped? I know I never use that word. I don't know why that came to me. I feel very well rested and really Yeah, well, we'll chat today. about why that would be in a later episode, but... Yeah, let's get into it. So I want to share a lesson that I've learned in this year of our Lord 2023 so far that I've really enjoyed and has been very influential and impactful for me, but also something very surprising to me because this is not um, a way of life that I'm used to operating under. And... I want to talk about it. Me too. <laughs> um, and so, I, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this current episode, it's likely that you've listened to other episodes. So in past episodes, we've, we've talked and shared about some personal family struggles and personal struggles and relationship struggles um, that we've been going through in the past six months to a year. And... For myself, I've been really processing it all and working with my therapist to, you know, kind of move through it and understand it and get to the bottom of like all of these feelings and the situation and just, you know, really take it all in. And something that's been coming up for me whenever I go to analyze or overanalyze these complicated relationship situations is like that I'm the villain in these situations and then what comes up for me is it's okay to be the villain and I've never the people pleaser in me and I know we've done an episode about people pleasing but the people pleaser in me would have never allowed or have ever been open to the concept or possibility of being the villain in any sort of situation. And so it's been interesting for me to have that kind of pop up in the back of my mind whenever I've gone to contemplate these situations of like, it's okay to be the villain and see how that then influences and impacts how I navigate these situations. I think it's one of the hardest lessons to learn or one of the hardest teachings. I always like to use the word teachings because I feel like I'm constantly learning. And so I think this is one of the hardest things. So when you brought this up to me and I thought, wow, me too, it's really interesting that we go to that place of I'm the villain when we're in a situation that's really tumultuous or that's really, really difficult or really hard or there's been some, you know, some, some, 
you know, difficult words that have been expressed. There's been some difficult feelings that have been expressed and we try to sort it out after it's over. And it's really interesting that you do this and I do this. Hopefully it's not hereditary. Like it's just hopefully a lot of you that are listening to this episode kind of feel the same way after we've been, been thinking it over and overthinking and overthinking and overthinking and what can we do and what do we need to do? And, oh my gosh, but, but I'm right. Oh my gosh, they're wrong. And maybe they're right. And I don't know how they feel. And it's, it's such a hard situation to be in. And I think we're all in these kinds of situations, but you and I go to a place of we're wrong. Wow. We're the bad people. We're the villains. We're the ones that are, are going to lose all of our friends or we're going to lose all of our, our ability to be able to be social or whatever it is that the mind is trying to tell us. And so I've been going through this with my mind for the past several months as well. So I think it's very interesting that we go to this place of being the villain. And what I've noticed for myself, and I know we're going to get into this, and we've got a lot of steps to share and some of the things to share with us, but I noticed for me, it's overthinking. And then what happens in the overthinking process week after week after week or day after day or month after month is the story gets rewritten in a different way. Like if I'm dwelling on the fact that I'm the bad one and I'm going to lose my friends or I'm going to lose my family or I'm going to lose, like I'm going to lose something. I've somehow rewritten the whole story or rewritten the whole episode or the occurrence or the situation that happened in a way that's not exactly accurate. Because for me, the word villain and for me to be wrong or for me to be bad means that I've done something terribly wrong and that's why I'm the reason, I'm the fault, I'm the problem. I don't, I think there was an episode where I talked about maybe me being, me feeling like from a real little girl, like I'm the problem. So I always, I always kind of spiral down into, oh, I'm the problem. And so the villain is why it comes up for me that I've done something wrong or that I'm the problem here and I've caused this whole thing to happen and now it's never going to be okay again. And so that is a people pleasing as well. Yeah. And that is an aspect of it too. But I think what's been different for me in learning this lesson is saying that it's okay to be the villain in somebody else's story and kind of reframing and redefining what it what a villain is because to your point, you're saying that you think that you're always the villain like because you're always the one that's wrong. And in my recent experience, it's not I don't feel like I've done something wrong. I might have done something that hurt somebody else unintentionally, but I'm doing it in the sake of honoring myself. And so it looks like I'm the villain to that other person when in fact I'm just standing up for myself. They're viewing me as the villain, but I'm viewing it as my own self-care and boundaries and self-preservation. And the old version of me would have disliked even the notion of somebody else not liking me or being mad. I, 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 I'm still working through this because I'm not quite at this place of acceptance, but I can't stand when somebody is mad at me. It makes me really uncomfortable. It makes me really anxious. I just really don't like it. And this it's okay being the villain is like kind of accepting someone being mad at me for something that I've done, but with the intention of my own self-care. And it's 
been so such a monumental shift for me because like I said, I would have never allowed myself to even be open to thinking this way, but it's been super helpful in my own path towards healing and acceptance and just being present because it's kept me in alignment with myself and what I want and what's true for me because old people pleaser Michelle would have stepped in to maybe said something or done something or whatever it took to to band-aid a situation and being the villain to me now means like not band-aiding a situation in order to avoid the uncomfortable feelings of having someone be mad at me. And so let me, let me reframe because you're right. I understand what you're saying. And I was saying, I was not necessarily saying the same thing. I think what I was doing was laying the groundwork to how it used to be. And now you've learned the lesson that being the villain is okay. I think what I laid out. Yeah, we were circling two planes in the same (laughs) atmosphere. (laughs) No, I, I was, I was setting the groundwork of exactly what you just said whenever we've been in a situ- whenever I've been in a situation like we have been in for the past several months since, you know, whatever, six months, whatever it's been, I was laying the groundwork. Like I get to a place of feeling like, and you said it even better here. I don't know if I'm necessarily said I'm the villain, but I'm, but I've done something wrong. What did you say that you don't want someone to be mad at you? That's what well, it and is. Well, you've always been told that you're the problem there. So I was laying the groundwork of how this is, this is the whole scenario of what's been going down for six months for us, for me. I'll just speak for me. And you and I have talked about this constantly. So this is the whole scenario that's been going down for me. And the idea of breaking free from that is been monumental, which is what you're talking about and which is you wrote about in your blog and what we've talked about and what has been so monumental. It's been such a breath of fresh air and so eye-opening and so insightful. There have been so many insights that have come from this whole past few months situation and it's powerful and it's empowering and really what it's done is what you said it is cut through it's okay if people don't like you it's okay if people don't like me I can't abandon myself any longer for someone to be okay or it's okay if someone is mad at me people might be mad at me for the rest of their lives am I going to ruminate on that till the day that I die And I think that is what has been coming up for me. Am I going to lose myself or am I going to, am I going to acquiesce? I mean, am I going to acquiesce and lose myself or am I going to actually say, wait a minute, it's okay. Let me figure out a way to let this go and wish them well and move on. So I think that's what I got when you and I were speaking before and why I think this is going to be such a powerful episode is that the teaching is it's our... They may, these people in your, in our lives that we've had situations with, that all of you listening have had situations with, you got to be okay with being the villain in someone else's story or being okay if they're mad at you. Yeah. And I think, you know, if thinking about our lives together, and I know people love to hear about mother Barb and child Michelle and how, you know, what it was like growing up with you as my mom and people love to think about us sitting on the the stairs of our house talking about life. Um, But, you know, one of the things that I think has been a common thread and theme for us throughout life, even in toxic or dysfunctional or difficult family or whatever kind of situation is, you would always say, and it was always our MO to just like keep the peace and, you know, 
don't rock the boat, right? I would say, is it worth it? Look at the whole scenario. Yeah. Is it worth your inner peace? Is it worth your uh, um, energy? Just let it go. And just try to figure out a way. Is it, if, if you can see no way around it or if you can't figure it and it, I wouldn't say these were major big deal things necessarily. No, we've always been very, we've been people pleasers. And I think, okay, then I'll say for me, if, if you don't, if no, no, that's no, not I, true for you. I'll, I was, I'll I wasn't my, sure where you, what you were talking about. Just in general, everything. We're people pleasers in everything. <laughs> and I said in our family life. No, that's what I meant. Okay. It's how they are. Just okay. go with the, go with, with it. it. Okay. You know, I'm going with it. Well, not <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the plot. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. And I don't know if I would call that people pleasing. Though. Okay, then how I would think you, maybe I'm not using the right words. How would you describe it? When I would say it's how they, I think when you, when you are in a family relationship or when you are in a very I'm close setting a stage, but perhaps I'm not setting it with the correct words. So set it. So here's what I'm feeling when you're in a, when you're in a family relationship or you're in a close, 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 close friendship or even colleagues at work, you have to know who you're dealing with. You have to know the personalities of people that you're dealing with. You have to know who's going to get it, who. And so I think I, we used to talk a lot about, you know, this is the way they handle things. This is the way they are. We can't change it. We can't do anything about it. This is the way we are. And you're giving me all kinds of weird I'm looks. Just, I, <laughs> you're uh, me. This is a wild episode. I'm waiting for you to land the plane. I, the plane has landed. I mean, I'm just saying, so sometimes you have to just say, okay, is, is this, is this something that is worth me standing up for and taking a side in and going to bat for or okay. not? Yes. And I would say as someone, for me, as a people pleaser, it's never going to bat for in the past. So I've been a person that sweeps things under the rug okay, true. for I most get what of my saying. life. I've never been one to want to con confront someone about something or rock the boat or, you know, have tension or whatever. It's just, you know, let it go in that sort of sense. I say all of this to set the stage, like I was saying, because for my whole life, I've always been one to sleep th sweep things under the rug. And I feel like these past six months to a year of stuff that we've been going through, it's like, for whatever reason, one day I woke up and I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore because I don't, I can't and I don't want to. And I don't necessarily know why this situation feels so different. Maybe you have insights, but I don't want to be the people pleaser and sweep things under the rug and make excuses for people and their bad behavior or excuse things just because that's who they are. And you just, you know, you have to deal with people's bad quirks or whatever the situation might be. This time I'm, I am maintaining whatever boundary I've been setting and not caving into those, um, pressures and awkward, um, silences or discomfort and, because of that, and because people are so used to me always sweeping things under the rug, that is what I feel like is making me the villain. I'm not fixing the situation when I'm used to being the fixer. You're not fixing the situation when you're used to being the fixer. You're standing firm in your boundary when everyone around us is so used to cleaning things up and making it nice. And so at least I've been feeling like people are perceiving us in our personal life as the villain. Did I say victim earlier? No, you said villain. Okay. <laughs> Subconscious slip. 
people have been viewing us as the villain, or at least I've been feeling like the villain because I'm not, I'm acting out of my usual people pleasing behavior. And so that thing that keeps popping up for me is it's okay to be the villain. You're right. We don't know how they're feeling because we haven't talked to any of them. So, but you're right. You're right. You're right. The general feeling is, uh, it did, it did come back to us that, oh, you're talking about, you know, things on the podcast. Well, of course we're talking about our lives because this is what we do here and this is how we're processing. And this is, this is, this is life's, the life's work that we're meant to be doing. So I can understand how you feel that way and I get it. And that's what I think where I was trying to set the stage was doing something wrong or being bad, you know, because we are, it is, it is, we don't know for sure, but that is what we're thinking. And I love what you're saying because what has happened for me, the insights that I have had are, are very, very similar to yours maybe with a little bit of different language, the insight that I have had is I would be, I can no longer abandon myself. How do you, to use your words, how do you sweep something under the rug that for me has been so heartbreaking and so egregious and that there has been no real way to have a conversation about any of it. And so that's, you know, people can do whatever they want. I honor that. That's fine. But I need to actually start honoring myself and actually start honoring how I feel, which is what you're saying. And so we are, we are absolutely on the same page. The, <laughs> the plane is landed. We're just speaking different languages, the plane I is guess. I think, it's, I think it's because this We're has been... We're using different flight tools. This has been so... This has been one of the more difficult, and sometimes it is the, one of the most difficult situations that you can go through in life that you get the most insights and the most understandings that you are the person that you are with for the rest of your life. Yes. This, this Barb, this person that is sitting in here in the chair talking to you right now is the person that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Can I go all the way to my deathbed and be lying on my deathbed feeling like I, I owned my own integrity and I own my own space and I own my own part of who I am and I feel good about who I am wishing everybody else well they can do their own thing and not trying to you know hinder other people and not trying to tell other people what to do and not trying to be a a um a fixer or not trying to be someone who's more important or who's you know always right or all the things I don't I don't want to be on I don't want to be going out of this lifetime feeling that way either that I'm superior that oh I really showed them. I, I want to go out feeling like I owned who I was. I am who I am. I was really authentic. And that actually I became my own best friend, which we've talked about, I think, in some other episodes as well. So I think that's the message I feel like this episode is conveying a little bit is, can you live your whole life not ever meeting the person that's actually living it? And that's how I felt for a really long time. And, you know, it's, it's, I can no longer, right. I can no longer do that, which is what you're saying, which is you've come to that same place. And it's so cool. You've come to that same place as a 37 year old. And I'm coming to this place as a 66 year old. Cause that's really cool that the, the, the quicker you earn, the quicker that you learn that we, we are the people that we have to be the closest to our own selves. And we can't abandon ourselves. We can't mistreat ourselves. We can't try to make other people happy at our own expense. Because I think being happy, truly authentic and happy, will be what the people around us will like to see the most and vice versa. And so I just really want to be more and more and more my true authentic self. 
Look out, world. Here she comes. And it means not a bit, not, I can't go, I can't, you can't unknow something. And I think that was the other, Mm. that's the other epiphany or the other insight that's come to me in the past month or so. You can't unknow something. As much as we'd like to forget things that we know deeply within, we can't forget them. We can't unknow them. Right. And so I know how I felt in these, in these past months. I know how I felt. I can't unknow it. I can't pretend that I didn't feel that way. Right. So I think that's why this episode is so powerful. And so, you know, maybe we'll be diving into this even more, you know, in the weeks to come, because I feel like it's been a really huge epiphany and a really big insight for me. And for me. And for you. And that's why I said it's when you said it, I said me too. We've kind of been yeah. going through it. No, no, no. We, kind of, we, we haven't really talked a lot about it. We have a little bit, but not a lot in the past month or so. So it's well, kind of a, all in the past month or it's so. It's kind of a big insight. Like we've come to the same place with maybe different language, but we've come to the same place with the same insight. Like I, I wish no ill will. I wish them really well. I love them dearly. I love them dearly, but I cannot lose myself in the process. Yeah. I love that. So what's been interesting for me. And I will always love them. (laughs) I think that's the piece. Sorry. I think that's the piece if you can get to that place, which is a long time coming. Like I will, I will, I will always love them. Like Whitney Houston. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Actually, that song came to me when I was having this insight a couple weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. I will always love them. Sing it because our voices are terrible. There's nothing that will take away the fact that I love them dearly, but I can't abandon myself in the process of trying to make something work when, when in the situation that it is right now, I can't. Yeah. And And maybe some of you, I just, sorry, I just want to, because maybe some of you, maybe some of you have been in similar situations and this can start, you can start to kind of play with this whole conversation and tease it apart and see if it, any of this really speaks to you. And if it doesn't let it go, but if it does, maybe start being really gentle with your starting self and start seeing where being gentle with yourself and start seeing where you abandon yourself, not with anger or hatred or ill will, but just with, wow, what can I do here to support myself, but not have to really extremely be agitated and irritated with the other people. That's going down a whole nother path. I know. <laughs> Let's take a break. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And we're back. (laughs) Save that for another episode. Yeah. Okay. So what I've been thinking about is that, you know, relationships are a two-way street that everybody, you know, we always say two-way street. You you bring something to the table, the other person brings something to the table. And I think ultimately in life, we would like to think that our relationships are 50-50. We're even, we're equal, we feel balanced, and that's generally where it feels healthy. But I think over time, with ebbs and flows of life, sometimes the balance shifts to one place or the other place, or sometimes you're willing to let something slide or not. And, you know, it's like a seesaw of, of life. And I think what I've been feeling lately is like unwilling to, to budge away from my center, feeling like I'm not being met for where I am. And, and that's where I feel like that villain narrative for me keeps coming up because again, people are used to me extending over to my other to the other half of the street to make things okay when in this instance I'm not willing to I'm not willing to cross the street because it I know it's not in my own best interest and seeing that the other side isn't willing maybe in this instance to come to my side of the street it's like some sort of blocked stalemate of traffic that can't be sorted out in this moment in time and What's been interesting for me with this particular situation, and truthfully, this is someone for at least the relationship that I'm struggling the most with in this situation is someone, one of the closest people in my life that I'm not speaking to and I haven't spoken to in months and months and months. And that's that sucks. That's weird. But I feel at peace with it because I am... Um, I'm confident in my convictions of myself and I know that I, how I am acting and this is something I check in with, with myself daily about. So it's not like I made a decision eight months ago and I never looked back of, am I still acting within alignment of who I am and what I want and what matters to me? And maybe the second that I check in with myself and it's a no, and there's something that's being called to be said or done Maybe I'll extend myself across the street. But until that happens, I'm pretty content on my side of the street. And I have to assume that that's what's happening on the other side. I don't know. But I, it's interesting to feel okay in this traffic of a relation, this traffic jam in this relationship. A lot of weird tra- transportation metaphors today. Um, but I just, you know, they're not crossing and I'm not crossing and it's okay. I just love what you said. Maybe I'll just rewind that and listen to that again. It was really, really powerful and really, really important. And I think what only thing that I would add to that, what's happened for me in the past month has been, I've really looked at what are, what do I value most? What are my values? And I can pretty much 
let go of and surrender and be okay with everything, which I've started to feel like it wasn't that way before, but I've actually little by little by little, and especially in this past month, looked at what, what am I hanging on to that I don't need to hang on to anymore? What are feelings that I'm hanging on to? What is, what are right and wrong situations? And so I've really looked at this and I thought, wow, I, I could really let go of everything because it's really cause it's been causing me a lot of distress or a lot of inner turmoil that I don't want to have, but my values, but what matters most to me, what I think and what matters most to me are the things that, that I value like honesty and integrity and authenticity and openness and being able to have a discussion. If it's a truly loving, caring, deeply meaningful relationship. And so, as you said, you're at a stalemate in the middle of the street, there, there has to be a door that can open where there can be a conversation. And given this situation, that is not the case. So you can either stand at the closed door for the rest of our lives and just be, wow, what do we do? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Oh my gosh, we got to fix this. We got to change it. Or we can move on and let the door be closed. Maybe not forever. Who knows? The door might get opened again. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen for the future, but in this moment in time, as you said, you're okay if they think that you're the villain or if they think that they're, or if they're mad at you, quote. So I think the idea of being okay with being the villain in someone else's story and being okay if someone is mad at you, especially people that we are this close to, as you said, every day of your life and so, or every day of, of your adult, for sure, of a lot of your life. And so it's just very fascinating to think about it this way. That's why I'm... Constantly, I keep saying I really love this episode. It's it's fascinating to think of it this way. What are we willing to let go of? And what are we not willing to let go of? And I think you said it beautifully that you'll, you, you'll just have to stay standing at that closed door, at that, that roadblock that's in the middle of the road. And then what can we do going forward from there? And I think that's just a really beautiful analogy that you said because I think we can't be stuck because there's a beautiful... There's a beautiful ancient text that says, how do we cross the flood? And I'll have to get it back to you on it. Is that it? How do you cross the floods? (laughs) And we cross the floods calmly. We cross the floods calmly because we've tried to cross the flood with a lot of angst and anxiety and pushing and shoving and trying to fixing and trying to get our own way. I think it's a Buddhist text. I think the Buddha said it. If we cross the flood trying to get our own way and trying to do all these things, it's never going to work. We're going to be constantly crossing, constantly pushing up against and pushing up against and causing agitation and causing irritation. And if we don't do anything, if we just kind of stand still, then we don't really ever get anywhere. And this is all about internal. This is all about the agitation and the internal processes of the, of our health, our mental and, and inner well-being. So we, we have to stay calm. We, we have to stay centered in who we are. We have to stay centered in what matters most to us. We, stay, we don't let, ever let go of our values and what matters most to us. And we stay calm. Neither standing nor swimming, I cross the flood. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'll get it. We'll put it in the show notes. Well, that's what happens Jeez. when I Googled it. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. It's a really beautiful thing. It means not struggling or flailing around. Exactly. Just, yeah. We can't struggle and flail around and we can't do nothing. And so I, I wanted, I brought, brought that up because you, you not, you refusing not to give up on yourself in this situation 
is not doing nothing. It's doing everything. And also refusing not to push against and try to fix and all the agitation is not, is doing something powerful when we can stay calm, when we can not feel like you've got to be the fixer. You've got, you've got to make this work. Oh my gosh, I've got to make this work. Yeah. So I found it. Can I read it to you? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it's a story. It's a sutra. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Buddhist sutra. Uh, how, dear sir, did you cross the flood? By not halting, friend, and by not straining, I crossed the flood. But how is it, dear sir, that by not halting and by not straining, you crossed the flood? When I came to a standstill, friend, then I, then I sank. But when I struggled, then I got swept away. It is in this way, friend, that by not halting and by not straining, I crossed the flood. Yeah, beautiful. I thought it was a Buddhist sutra. So that's the Buddha, and it's probably one of his disciples or one of the devas yeah. that is asking him the question, because I love that. You get swept away when you're struggling. And what what is meant by this is being swept away of ourselves, losing ourselves, losing our mental well-being. And then ultimately, when our mental well-being is off, then our physical well-being starts yeah. becoming off, starts to become affected. And then standing still, we're not going to stand still in our lives. We can't stand still. We get nowhere. We sink, <laughs> as that said. So thank you for finding that. I, I, I knew this is peak OG Barb um, sermon speak because she is the queen of taking ancient texts and breaking them down into everyday life. It would be that the, you've been doing for like my entire life. It would be the greatest joy for me to do episodes on this. Yeah. I love well, taking new podcast texts. coming in. Not necessarily new podcast. Buddha but maybe, Barb, but maybe, not just Buddha. All the I it I was said a joke. I love I mean, an alliteration. No, I know. Oh, Buddha Barb. Yes, I mean I spent twelve <laughs> years of my life studying all of the great religions and traditions and ancient, ancient texts, texts, and all of that stuff. I, I spent a whole decade plus doing that because I love it so much because I'm fascinated with taking masters and teachers and mystics and really, really interesting, interesting people and, you know, with their words and I'm fascinated with taking their texts and taking their learning, their teachings and me learning and trying to understand, okay, now what they said back in the 18th century or back in the 13th century or whatever it is, or back 2,600 years ago, how does that apply for me today? Mm-hmm. I've always been fascinated with that. Now, how can I take, I really, this spoke to my heart. Now, how could this apply to me? And so when I read this sutra, when I read this text, it applies a million percent to I fe- to what I feel we're going through in the past six months or so. Love it. So thank you for finding <laughs> that. Taking, <so>. us, <laughs> taking us down that river. Yeah, taking you down the river, crossing the flood. So many different metaphors well because the today. flood is life it's yeah the of floods, course. it's internal it's not external of course it's all course. internal so going back to being the villain and just getting back to that topic something that I want to at least just highlight or you know caveat people in this conversation is I'm obviously not encouraging or saying that being the villain is like being cruel or harmful or doing something really, you know, mean or mean spirited, like, or criminal, you know, that's not, 
really the point of this conversation. And never. <laughs> yeah. Never. Not ever. Not ever, ever. And because, you know, I always play devil's advocate in these conversations of like, what would someone say to co- combat the point? And, you know, I could hear someone saying like, what do you mean you're telling someone that it's okay to be the villain? You're telling someone it's okay to be a bad person or it's okay to be cruel or it's okay to be toxic or abusive. And like, obviously, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's okay to be the villain, the perceived villain in someone else's life if it means that you become the hero of your own, you know, think about your life. I'll think about my life and think about all of the times we've maybe said no to ourselves or went against our own grain and did something that we are uncomfortable with for the sake of somebody else. And maybe to our own discomfort or to our own detriment, people pleasers, I'm sure can understand and agree or just anybody in life. We're kind of trained to always put somebody else first which is a loving thing to do when we're always trying to be compassionate, kind people. But at what point do you find that balance and meet your own self on the side of the street and say, I'm going to be the hero of my own life and not the villain of my own for the sake of trying to be, you know, whatever for somebody else. And so, um, I obviously just want to say that I'm not advocating for people going out there and being awful to everybody in their lives for the sake of I'm going to be the villain because Michelle told me I could. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because if you Google villain and what the actual definition of it is, it says you're cruel, you're malicious, you set about causing harm. So, But that might be what, what you're trying to say is so powerful because other people that don't like us being our authentic, true, kind, loving cells might view us differently because they might not be getting what they want. So, and vice versa. I mean, how many times in our lives have we been irritated with someone who's done something and thought that they were cruel or thought that they were mean or thought that that wasn't, wasn't good. And I'm not advocating that when people do do cruel, mean things that it's not valid. So I think the word villain can be somewhat of a charged word because it's, it's, it's always had such a, it's like off the charts. If you've got a, a spectrum of, of definitions of words that that villain probably goes all the way to the end of being, you know, malicious or cruel, like what the dictionary says, but I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. It's, uh, you guys get it. Yeah. But I just wanted to give that caveat, but what it means is that it's okay to disappoint someone else if you're standing up for yourself and it's okay to set boundaries and relationships that aren't supportive or loving or in alignment because you feel called to do so. And it's okay to speak your truth, even if you know that the people that are listening to you might not like it. And it's okay to say no. And it's okay to stop communicating or go no contact with someone because they're not respecting you or your wishes. And it's okay to not tolerate parts of your life anymore that drag you down or make you feel less than or don't allow you to live your fullest self or your best life. Um, That's what it means. And it means that you're standing up for yourself and that person might not like it and might perceive you as the villain, but it's okay. I think that that is, it's so true. It's true in every relationship. You're so right, Michelle. It's so 
we are here, I believe we're here on this planet to learn and to grow and then become the greatest version of who we are or the best version or the better version, just to constantly keep growing and everything in life changes anyway. So why don't we, why don't we set the intention, which I really want that to be an episode. If we haven't done an episode on intentions, I have so many insights on the word intentions and what, what that is. So I believe we set the intention to constantly keep growing and becoming a better version of who we already are because it's going to change anyway. So I think for me and and what you just said, it's really powerful. And to take all those things that you said, like one at a time, don't like look at your life and just turn it all upside down and say, I'm going to start becoming exactly who I am right now with every single person that I have in my life. I don't suggest that. I suggest you kind of sit with yourself. As you said, Michelle, you check in with yourself every single day. I suggest you sit with yourself and say, okay, where, where am I losing myself? Where am I abandoning myself? Where am I pleasing people so much that I actually feel sick? It's actually making me not well. And maybe little by little, just start looking at where can I start to be a little bit more in alignment with who I am and what I value? Where can I start honoring myself more? Little by little, like little tiny pieces of that. It doesn't have to be a big blow up or a big argument or a big thing. Just the little places where you start abandoning yourself. I think one of the things I would share for myself is what I've noticed, I don't know, over the, over the years, what I noticed is that I often feel like I have to give excuses to people of why I can't do something. It's hard for me to just say, you know what, this is not going to work for me, I can't do it, or sorry, or anything. So I, I really just, and I, I thought that I was, I thought I was. It's so interesting when I've really come into some more and more insight. So that's something that we can talk about in another time. That's actually something but I was thinking of, of over explaining and things like that. So yeah, it's just yeah. so true that I I just feel like I've noticed because I've caught myself as I became aware of it in the past few weeks, I've caught myself recently in the past few days, how many times has something come up and I've thought, oh, let me just text this person and say, all the reasons why I can't do it. And I thought, no, you're not going to do that. You're going to text them and say, thank you for the whatever. It's not going to work. I hope you have a really beautiful day. So everything that we're talking about in this episode and on every single episode that we always talk about always has to be done with kindness. It's not with cruelty. It's not with maliciousness. It's not with meanness. It's not with rudeness. It's always done with a, with a kindness. Kindness to ourselves and kindness to others. So it's finding that balance and that perfect, there's no such thing as perfect. So finding that harmony in life where we can kind of flow in the flow of life of, I'm going to honor myself, but I'm also not going to be cruel to the other person, but I'm also not going to lose myself. So it's that dance. We're constantly trying to figure out that dance in life with things that happen, with people, places, things, all the things that life has to offer. So I just, that's one insight that I've had recently that I, have a really, really hard time. It's like, it's almost like it's human nature or it's like first nature for me to automatically, oh my gosh, I gotta, I forgot to text this person back. Oh my goodness. And it's been six weeks or it's been two weeks or whatever it's been. Let me, tell me text them back and explain to me, explain to them why. I don't, I'm really catching myself. The more you become aware, I can't unknow it. So I really have to go against the grain of myself of, they don't even need to know why, they don't even need to care why. And I don't even care that they tell me why when things like if I love someone and I appreciate someone, I don't need to know their whole life story of why they didn't text me back or why they can't go to lunch with me. 
It's so interesting because I don't. I don't expect anyone to tell me what's going on in their life. I just expect them to be truthful and say, hey, I can't do this today. Do you have another date? Yep. Did I go down another path? I think you opened a new door to a new episode. Fantastic. So any final thoughts on this topic as we begin to wrap it up? Well, I think one of the things that I knew already, Uh have known forever. She's making a face. Because we kind of know this, but I think as humans, we do it anyway. We cannot control anything in the outside world. We cannot control what other people are going to think of us. We cannot control anything out there. The only thing that we can control that we have any control over. And sometimes it feels like we don't have a lot of control over because the habit of the mind wants to go dive deep into whatever it is, like explaining myself or, or people pleasing or any of the things that we've talked about today and all the other episodes, but we do have control. So if we could really learn to change that mind that has the habit of jumping in and explaining ourselves and people pleasing, if we can take a pause and say, wait a minute, the only control that I have is my action right here. So instead of reacting in that whole habitual way, let me just take a pause and what, what is it that I really want to say in this moment? Do I really want to just have the ease of saying, thank you for the invitation, I can't make it, maybe another time. And so that's what I've been learning in the past few weeks. Thank you for the invitation, I really appreciate it, maybe another time. And so I think it's the idea of really getting it deep within us that we can't control anything out there. And we can't control what other people are going to think about us. So no matter what's going on in this situation you and I are in, Michelle, we have no idea what they're thinking. We can't control it anyway. So let's just stay in our own lane and let's stay true to ourselves. Stay honest with yourself. Be the most authentic, honest person that you can possibly be. And when you, when you say something that you wish you hadn't said it, own it in the moment and get past it. And that was the other thing. Don't hang on to things. Yeah. If you've, if you've lied or if you've exaggerated or if you've said something you wish you hadn't said or if you've been mean or any of the things, own it immediately. Don't ruminate on it. Don't try to figure out how you can fix it. Don't try to figure out how you can make it all feel better for you and maybe they deserved it. None of those things. Just in the moment, if it comes to you, whoa, I wish I hadn't said that. That doesn't feel good. Own it and let it go because I'll tell you, all this stuff lives in your mind and lives in the body. Yeah. That would be, those would be my parting words. I love it. Control and letting and go of the things that don't matter. Yeah. And, and piggybacking off of that concept of control, you know, even if there, even if I wanted very badly to cross the street and make this okay and whatever okay means, I can't control like when that door is going to open So me constantly thinking about and ruminating and stressing about it isn't going to make the situation better, isn't going to make that person like me or want to talk to me. You know, you really just have to, like you said, stay in alignment with yourself and just sometimes you just have to let things unfold as they should or as they're meant to in a natural timing. Trust your timing. Um, Because... You just never know. You know, I was in a a really, had a really big falling out with one of my best friends years ago and it was really, really painful and awful. And obviously I was a lot younger, so I handled it in a lot different ways. Hopefully I would handle it differently today. 
but you know, we didn't speak for a long time. And then, you know, one day one of us reached out. I'm trying to remember who it might've been my friend reached out first. And like, we just kind of fell back in and it was not something that was forced or planned. And, and it like unfolded really nicely and you just never know you know, you fall out and you fall back in and you don't control it or you don't try to force it. But in the same vein, you're, you're checking in with yourself on a daily basis to make sure that you're still acting in alignment. You know, I think we can determine whether or not we're being like the good villain or the bad villain by checking in and making sure we're in alignment. Like, am I ghosting someone and freezing them out because I want to cause them pain like that would, that to me would, would be the bad villain. Am I not, am I not contacting because it's in my own self-care and best interest for, of my life right now? You know, good villain. So I think that constant check-in, if this is something that's new for you or uncomfortable for you would be really important because it's been really helpful for me. And of course, if you have someone who you can talk to, like a therapist, my therapist has been immensely helpful for me in this situation, but you know, Maybe one day I'll wake up and check in and say, you know what, I need, I need to say this. This is something that I really want to be said. And I have no, you know, no expectations of how it's going to go, but I'm going to say it. You know, that's something that might come up for me at some point. But that check-in is like where I can see, you know, how I'm feeling, what I need to do and any actions that need to be taken as, you know, you progress through that chapter or that phase of a relationship. And I think, you know, if this is something that any of you who are listening are going through, just if nothing else from this, maintain that check-in, you know, on a daily basis because it will help you, it'll help guide you to know, you know, of course, who you are and what you want and what matters to you, but what actions you need to take. Beautifully said, Michelle. That is such a beautiful wrap-up of this episode. <laughs> what what came up for me which will definitely be my closing, my closing thoughts is, you know, check the idea of checking in with yourself is crucial. The most important thing you can do in life, I think is, is developing the, the practice, really developing the practice of checking in with yourself because you always have the feeling, you get the feeling, you get the pit in the stomach, you get the feeling. So honoring the feeling. So what's, what I would say, what I do, I get the feeling checking in with myself, I feel this way. And then the next question is, what is the most kind and authentic response or thing that I can do in this moment? So if you just did those two things, you're right, Michelle, just check in with yourself, see how you're feeling, and then ask yourself, what is the kindest, most loving, caring, authentic, as you said, Michelle, staying in alignment with yourself, action that I can take? Yeah, and we have that episode from way, way back about the questions you can ask yourself to check in with yourself. It's worth a re-listen. This is a little bit of a different take on it, though, and the idea of in the moment. Well, just who am I? What do I want? Right. It's about your values and stuff. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. But now we're adding this new thing is when something comes up, if you're getting, you're in the middle of something that's really embroiled or really hard, as you said, you were saying to, if you're in the middle of something, sit with yourself and ask yourself, how am I feeling? What is my, what is the main feeling that's going on right now? And kind of try to feel it in your body. Become the hero of your own life. You deserve it. I love that, Michelle, because you say this often. 
okay, if you're, if you, if, if someone else is thinking that you're the villain, it's really important for you to honor yourself and who you are and become your own hero. They don't have to think that you're a hero. You need to think that you're a hero. And, and as always, we're always talking about being kind and being authentic. Here's to being villains and heroes. Why'd you make that face? We're heroes of our lives, but villains of others. I love it. Land the plane. (laughs) Well, I hope that this was helpful for you all. You know, we can continue to flesh out this concept and this topic as time goes on, but certainly just starting to embrace this concept has been helpful for me in some of these difficult relationship situations and hopefully it'll be helpful for some of you but as always let us know what you think how you feel how this landed for you and if you have any other questions comments concerns or follow-up topic requests as always please feel free to let us know send us an email send us a dm you can always contact us on social media at peaceful barb at michelle maros and at barb knows best pod Also, if you haven't yet already, please make sure that you are liked and subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, so that you can always stay up to to date with every new episode. Thank you again for listening and for being a part of this community and being so lovely and kind to us in the Bob, Barb, Bob, Barb Knows Best family. We're so grateful for all of you. Stay tuned for next week. Thank you, Mom, for being here. And we'll chat with you soon because, as we know, Barb knows best. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.